live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Yes, good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. I'm Jackson Franz here and I'm joined by none other than Andrew Butch Castles, the CEO of Waikato Thoroughbred Racing. Butch, good morning. How are you ahead of this action-packed day of racing there across the ditch in New Zealand? Yeah, g'day, Jackson. Looking forward to it for sure. Second day of the Spring Carnival at Hawke's Bay, the Collier's Spring Carnival, and uh, yet another really good field. Gee, the weather's been the watch this week, though, so we're going to catch up with our man on the ground in the CD, Bevan Sweeney, um, but a real weather watch with the rain they've had in Hawke's Bay. As you mentioned, Butch, it's another epic weekend of racing there across the ditch. you got the Group 2 Hawke's Bay Guineas as well as the Group 1 Arrowfield Stud Plate, which has an impressive field of runners. And further south at Rickerton, we'll see plenty of great racing over the 10-race car there. And our first guest that joins us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis is Bevan Sweeney. Bevan, good morning. Yeah, good morning, boys. Uh, look, as Butch mentioned, it's all about the weather watch. Uh, I'm just on my way to Hastings at the moment. Uh, look, we've got some fine weather and we are forecast for some very strong winds across the next uh, 24 hours or so. There's a bit of rain forecast for tomorrow morning, track a heavy nine. Look, it certainly won't be a winter uh, heavy track condition, but yeah, it is a watch as to what unfolds across the next uh, 24 hours or so. Mm, just a bit of unexpected rain Friday morning. It didn't help. It had dried a little bit on Thursday. Anyway, Sweens, let's get into a really good card. The first we're going to look at is the AHD Animal Health Direct Hawks Bay Guineas and the little horse that could, Tokyo Tycoon G, was impressive resuming and it's come up very short, $1.55, but I suppose the record suggests that he's going to be awfully hard to handle. I was so impressed, uh, Butcher, around uh, this little horse. When he walked into the birdcage, I thought, wow. Uh, but it was a wow factor when he got out on the track. Uh, look, coming in, his trials had only been OK, but he clearly reserves his best for race day. And he covers a bit of territory. He might be small, but his stride is fantastic. And he put him away in a couple of really big hops. He deserves to be short. Uh, the track conditions, I don't think they bother him. I saw him win on a heavy track. Uh, and that uh, was impressive as well, as well. So he's very hard to beat to tomorrow. Solidify's a very nice horse. Uh, he's a horse that I think will get up a bit more over a bit more ground. Lantern way, very good fresh up. And yeah, Shanti Lace, when you take into account her run at Hastings on day number one behind Contesta, she is very, very good, and she'll love any easing in the track conditions. But we can't get away from your little fella, Butch, Tokyo Tycoon in race number five. Race 6, uh, a good uh, start to the quaddy. Even race financier from the Stephen Marsh stable was good on the first day. Uh, look, go Hugo, local racing well. Rockburn was good on the first day. Don Pauly the same. Mr Bully T's the one, though, that I uh, am really looking forward to uh, seeing again race day. I thought he was super when he won before a spell. Yeah, this is uh, one of the races of the day on the program when you look uh, at horses to follow into the next month or so, for sure. Yeah, Mr. Bully T, everything he has done just has a little mark of quality. I'm, I'm surprised he's still inside New Zealand, to be honest, uh, would you, Butcher? I know there were offers on him. I'm not sure what uh, happened post those offers. Maybe he didn't quite uh, uh, pass the vet. That can happen, but... Gee, he was great when he won at Hastings. He put him away in a couple of big hops. I saw him gallop uh, this week in between races. 
He looks as though he is cherry ripe for uh, Saturday. The gate's probably a good spot uh, with the trade, uh, way this track might play. And Michael McNabb, importantly, sits with the ship. So he's a very good horse. Uh, Financier will be well supported with Opie aboard. They played him strongly. He was beaten by a very sharp horse in Jimmy Star on day number one. I thought extortion would really improve into day number two for Cody Cole. Very talented trainer. Uh, I think they're getting an overs price around him, and I wouldn't uh, be counting out Arcadian Inks. I thought she was very, very good at Waverley. Uh, she's second up. She'll love a bit of sting out of the track condition. Uh, but, yeah, he's a watch horse for mine going forward, Mr Bully T. He'll be on top. I'm not sure the track conditions will suit him perfectly if they're in that heavy range, but he's a real follow horse going forward. Yeah, really good way to start the quaddy and another great way to uh, have leg two of the quaddies, our feature, the Arrowfield Stud Plate Group 1 and so much interest in this with horses heading across the Tasman at their next start. Just whether or not uh, they're going to cope with what should be or looks like it's going to be a heavy track and a real watch on Legato. She was just simply outstanding in the Tarzino and uh, on the strength of that, she's a very short favourite. Yeah, it's an interesting race now because if they get further rain as in the forecast Saturday morning, then you really want to probably be with Mustang Valley because uh, she was very, very good last preparation. Everything she's done this time in suggests she's coming up just as well. Uh, Her run in the big mile in Australia was fantastic. She was good fresh and she put a decent field away uh, very, very quickly at New Plymouth last time on the heavy 10 track condition. But if it's on the improved butch, uh, you're right around Legato. She was fantastic day number one. It's hard to know where her ceiling is, but it's pretty damn high in my opinion. And if uh, the track does come back, she's clearly the one to beat. I think you'll see a much improved effort from uh, Sharp and Smart off his uh, fresh up run over the 1,400 metres. Graham very open and tried to make uh, a star as sprinter, and that didn't quite work. <coughs> but we know his quality, and I know you've got a big opinion of him, and so do I. And I expect him to be winning some big races this uh, preparation. There's further rain, and just ask me, well, he'll sneak in at Wait for Age, uh, and he'll love the track conditions. But I don't think Cool Sign Mav was too bad uh, fresh up back in New Zealand last uh, time. But if there's a lot of rain, I think it's Mustang Valley. If it improves, then Legato's only going to shorten. Mm, chasing the money on Sharp and Smart as well. He's 14s into 8s and not sure that that's the bottom price for him yet. So, uh, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see the improvement out of him up to the mile. Next race, uh, third leg of the quaddy. Uh, interesting one, this one at the 2,000 metres. Hit the road, Jack was good last time in winning. I thought Fierce Flight might be the quick improver. Opie to ride up to a distance that suits and goes well at Hastings. Yeah, this might be a race to sort of keep an eye on towards the New Zealand Cup and races like uh, that, Butcher. Mm. Um, mm. I don't know really where to look here, but I know M1 Shadow ran second New Zealand Cup last uh, season, fifth in the Wellington Cup. He is a good star. He's third up this preparation, up to 2,000 metres. I was just happy to take a chance on him at a pretty big price. You're right around hit the road, Jack. The money's there. The, uh, a little bit of weight off the back. Sean Phelan, he is really an outstanding trainer emerging in the New Zealand ranks. We know his riding abilities, but he's going to be a trainer of the future. Yes, I thought Fierce Flight would be very good into his second up run. He was back uh, back on the inside behind Segunto, just kept on kicking in. Uh, Opie's uh, a very strong book in there. And uh, Charm Star. She's a good mare. She is a very good mare, so I'm interested as to what she can do on Saturday with the inform uh, Joe Dool. But I think it's a race, especially in the quarter, you might have to spread uh, as much as you possibly can, race eight. 
And if you're needing to spread in race eight, I think it might be the same case in race number nine. Big field of stayers, 2,100 metres for the rating 65s. Kenny Rocks had two runs back, significant booking with the Opie Bossin in the saddle. Just not sure the inside will be the place to be by then, but gee, it was a hard race to work out to finish off. Well, I just think he's one of the better emerging stars in the country, Kenny Rocker Butcher. I know you've got an opinion of the source personally as well. I thought fantastic on day number one. He got well back uh, over the 1,600 metres. Sectionally, he was very good. You're right about the draw. That could be a real niggle by this uh, point of the day. But he's got the right man aboard. He'll be at Mooney Valley tonight and then at the races at Hastings on Saturday and Opie Bosson. Look, uh, that doesn't happen often. No. If Imperatures win, I'll be waiting for the phone call that I feel I might not be there, but uh, look, <laughs> he, he's a very professional uh, man now, Opie. So, look, I, I thought it was a good play in the last Kenny Rock at around about $5 because I think he's really going to kick some nice goals this season. I think he's a really nice staying horse. So, I'm willing to go with him. Flamenco's won for the better and win yard. Her team, Michael McNabb, stays in the saddle. But the draw probably might be an assist by that stage. But I thought he was good behind DiMaggio as well. And then we had a look. I think there's a, there's a watch on Bill Camina. Uh, when you know Guy Larry uh, and his training abilities and how he's just quietly moved this source through the first couple of starts, I'll be expecting a big performance over the 2,100 metres. But I'll be honest, Butch, I'll be having a little bit on Kenny Rock to take out the last uh, on the program, and I'm quite comfortable to say that he, he is one of the better players on the day. Yeah, and he is, as you say, rightly pointed out, he's a very progressive stayer that could well be uh, seen uh, to good effect in a race like the Wellington Cup come uh, the middle of January on what we saw last time around. Mm. Righto, anything else uh, that we need to be watchful of uh, earlier in the day, Bevan? I thought they were um, pretty even as well. Yeah, if on the right one, you'll be doing well. I think Tokyo Tycoon clearly are the best bet in my mind on the program. I do like Kenny Rock. And in the first, there's a horse here, Slipper Island, uh, very good last to start in the same race. But this is dramatic as a really nice mare. She's second up, 1,600 metres. Uh, the track conditions, uh, they won't play into her hands, but first uh, a race on the day, I think she'll just get away with it. And I think her price is pretty good, Butch, in race number one. And Lisa Ladder and Joe Doyle have struck up a very good association, so uh, might well be continued there. Thanks for your time. Safe travels through to the Bay. Have a good uh, day or so up there. Really looking forward to the coverage out of Hawke's Bay. The coverage now on Trackside on these premier days has gone to a whole new level, so well done to you and the team, and thanks for your time today. Yeah, it's a pleasure, Butch, and best of luck with the rest day today. Some really nice horses at your home venue. For sure. Bevan Sweeney there and Butch Castle's preview in the card at Hastings. And Tokyo Tycoon for the Tiako Racing Team looks awfully hard to beat on resumption in that contest there. Butch, you're obviously a part owner, six wins on the trot. Do you expect him to make it seven there when he steps out at Hastings on Saturday? Yeah, let's hope so. I suppose a little bit of a question mark up to 14 on a wet track, but in saying all of that, he is a pretty smart animal. So we all look forward to him strutting his stuff in race five at the bay and uh, looking forward to it. His short price, probably not a betting proposition, but let's just hope the little horse that could does it again. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll come back and we'll catch up with Tiakau Racing, Sam Bergeson, to preview their chances across New Zealand on Saturday. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. 
Yes, good morning and welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis on this Saturday, the 30th of September. You're with Jackson Francie and I'm joined by none other than Andrew Butch Castles, the CEO of Waikato Thoroughbred Racing. Butch, it's great to be back here with you on uh, this wonderful morning with plenty of action-packed racing there across the ditch. And we're obviously joined by Sam Bergeson from Tiakau Racing to preview their quality runners across the country. G'day, Sam Butch here. Look, uh, welcome in. We'll go to uh, Rickard in first, and then we'll touch on a few of the key runners at Hastings. First of all, we kick off at Rickard and Maz Zicato, Naranjan Palmer doing the ridings going well at the moment. The run resuming was uh, okay, I suppose. Improvement into this? Yeah, for sure. I think the step up to uh, 1,400 is key. A uh, bit of a sticky gate, but looks like there's plenty of rain rain around down there. Um, so look, uh, hopefully you can get, uh, get in midfield with a bit of cover and, and be looking, looking to find the line strong. But I think, yeah, the step up in distance is, is the big plus for her. Race number uh, four, Taliska. Gee, was impressive resuming. He just uh, did it in uh, with consummate ease. Raced in the very best of company as a two-year-old and looks like he's come back well. He's down there. No doubt he's heading towards uh, a 2,000 guineas and this a progressive stepping stone for him uh, at Rickerton. Yeah, for sure. Um, unfortunately, just with the track conditions, he may probably be doubtful. Um, he's probably not going to start and he'll run uh, next Friday at Timaru. Okay, race number five, Trobriand. Uh, the run resuming at uh, Ruakaka was okay. I'm sure he will have derived a uh, tremendous benefit out of that. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, he ran into a superstar. It'll be interesting to see how Crescetti goes at Tarapa. Um, look, he's travelled down well. The team are really happy with him. He, he had a good hit out on Tuesday. Um, I think I think that the ground shouldn't worry him. He obviously got beaten by Tokyo Tycoon and uh, the Matamata Slipper. Um, but his work on wet ground at home has always been top-notch, so look, I think he'll present well. Uh, he's drawn a bit of a sticky gate. Hopefully Palmer can get a bit of cover there somewhere, and, and hopefully he's in it in the finish. Race number nine, Meher Zabin has had little or no luck, I suppose. Query here on the track as well with her, um, but she's got tons of ability. Yeah, exactly. Like you say, she's had no luck down there so far. Um, We've tucked the blindfold on. Hopefully she she jumps out of the gates a bit better and and posses up into a position um, not so far back and can present at the right time, I think. You know, if she gets the right run uh, up to 2,000 uh, with the claim she gets in well and, and will present a really nice chance. Right over last. Now, this is a horse that uh, I think is destined to uh, head right through to the top class. Stakes Company in the offing, no doubt. Uh, she was just phenomenal resuming. It's business time is the name she goes by. She's number four, four in race 10. Interesting, I thought, sticking to the 12, but you've uh, had, what, three weeks, four weeks between runs, so um, she's just a good racehorse, isn't she? Yeah, for sure. Like, um, she probably surprised us how well she won first up. Obviously, she she tried well leading into it, um, but the way she did it, uh, Sam Weatherly rode her that day, and he was yeah very complimentary of her. We get, gave her a bit of time to get over it. Uh, like you say, four weeks between runs, she sticks to the twelve hundred. Um, got got a nice soft gate. She should get a, a lovely run. I think, you know, the, the ground shouldn't worry her. Um, and yeah, she looks at a really really nice chance and get. That look, that looks a really good race for her. Yeah, it looks a great race. The two kilos of Palmer should be uh, ideal as well. It's tidy enough feel, but she is out of the top drawer as far as I can see. Right, before we go to Hastings, what's the best of them at Rickerton? 
Yeah, oh, we've got Sorcha in that as well. Um, she, oh. She's drawn wide, but she, 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 she should hopefully, um, you know, by that time of the day, it actually might be the place to be. Hopefully Joe can tuck her in. But, yeah, like, probably his business time would have, would have to be the best for sure. Yeah, but Scorcher has uh, won its two starts down there, uh, so should have spotted that. Well done, Sam. Thanks for helping me out. Oh, and, uh, and, you, and, you, and you, you missed the two-year-old as well. Oh, I did miss the two-year-old. I just thought that that was a good thing. Oh, yeah, exactly. Dead right now. I wish it was that easy, but yeah, look, she's, she's another one that's travelled well and, and will present a really nice chance. Yeah, drawn well, dream of the moon, 800 metres. Uh, uh, look, she's trialled twice pretty well, hasn't she? Yeah, exactly. Look, she looks, she's been really straightforward at home, does everything well. Um, yeah, um, Joe, Joe knows her well. Uh, yeah, obviously we, it's hard to, to know what sort of form's in that race, but look, we're really happy with our runner. All right, let's go to Hastings now. Can I go to Hastings now? Sorry, I've, I've, I'm a bit panicked this morning. Let's go to Hastings. Race two, fond memories. One start, one win, and uh, gets into a nice maiden as at race. Yeah, really happy with how she's come through that win. We gave her a really quiet week. Um, she had a nice hit out on the course proper, and, yeah, seems, seems to be going really well at home. Um, I think, obviously, the track there is, is another one that looks like it's going to be quite rain affected um they, i think they had another seven mil there this morning uh, and there's rain forecast on the day so be really interesting but any rain won't harm her chances we think um yeah she seems to really enjoy it so uh really happy with it great to have warren kennedy on she gets in a nice lightweight um and yeah i think another one that will be a really nice each way chance patrici resumes in race four um probably gonna scratch i think the the heavy track first up we might knock her a bit um, and yeah the owners aren't, aren't that keen to run as well so look we'll, we'll probably save her for another day race five tokyo tycoon well he's uh just continues to uh do what's asked of him he's just a genuine little racehorse isn't he yeah he's he's fantastic like obviously we're we were a little bit worried going in off his trials into that first up run but you know he sh- showed he just saves it for race day. He's obviously extremely intelligent horse. Um, yeah, he just does what he has to here at home. Um, and saying that, he, he actually worked really well uh, on the course proper here on Wednesday at Matamata on rain-affected ground as well. So, look, we're really happy with him, um, with how he's done from his first up run. Um, yeah, he's showing us all positive signs at home. So, so really pleased with how he's going into Saturday and, and looks a really nice chance. Campionessa and Adam Aromatic should have derived benefit from their fresh up runs. Yeah, uh, dead right, Butch. Um, yeah, it's an interesting market. Like, obviously, we're pretty friendless in it. Um, but I think, you know, either of them can, can both run bold races. Uh, Aromatic's definitely going to appreciate the step up and trip and, and the, the track conditions. I think she'll, she'll love it. Um, so definitely not out of it. And Campionessa, yeah, she's, she's improved a lot from that first up run. Uh, Opie worked her here at Matamata. Um, was really pleased with her. Um, both got a little bit sticky gates, but look, that might be the place to be at that time of the day. Um, we'll just have to wait and see it and, and leave it up to sort of Opie and Warren and hopefully they tuck in midfield midfield there somewhere with a bit of cover. And look, I think they can both run really nice races. It'll, it's going to be interesting to see how the day unfolds. And it'll set them up for the Livermole as well, you would think. And the last fierce flight gets up to 2,000 metres. It's the Hawks Bay Cup winner on the track. I thought he might be a quick improver. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, the further he goes, the better he is. Um, he's another one. We're just going to wait and see sort of what the track conditions. There's a open 2000 here on his home track uh, next week. So, look, um, yeah, we'll just we'll just see how the day goes and, and work it out from there um, and just watch the weather.
Right, I'm sure you'll be a big brave Kiwi when I ask you for your best, but is it Tokyo Tycoon? <laughs> yeah, you're dead right, but it is. <laughs> good on you, Sam. Thanks for your time, and uh, good luck across uh, both tracks at uh, Rickerton and Hawke's Bay for what's a super Saturday of racing. Cheers, Butch. Thanks for having me. Sam Bergeson and Butch Castles there previewing Team Tiakia. They've obviously got a star-studded lineup across those two meetings in New Zealand, but Butch, we obviously need some winners, and you're the man that can help us out. You do a fantastic job across SEN track, giddy up, etc. And it's a cracking card at Hastings. And obviously, you mentioned your man, Tokyo Tycoon, might be a betting proposition, but Legato, surely up to sixteen hundred, second up in the Arrowfield stud plate, should be awfully hard to beat. Yeah, she will be. Just the tracks, the trick with her. I think if she starts, then uh, she'll be awfully hard to beat. I'm sure the Kelsos will be agonising over the decision uh, whether or not a, a heavy track will be too tough for her for, uh, second up with some massive aims in Australia upcoming. But if uh, they choose to run and roll the dice, she'll be awfully, awfully hard to beat. I did think race six, number one, financier might be really hard to beat for Opie Bosson and Stephen Marsh. And what is a great way to start the quaddy? $4.50. I was happy to have something on him. In that Arrowfield stud plate, which is a couple other horses that are familiar with our Australian audience in La Creek, who went under as a short price favourite there on Derby Day at Flemington. The money calm started at $1.80. Can she potentially bounce back second up? Around the $13 there we can get. Yes, yeah, she can. Another that probably didn't want it uh, in the heavy range, but she's, as you say, very, very good. And uh, uh, yeah, I was there that day on Derby Day and still feeling a little unwell after the fact she did didn't win. Um, and of course, the other one well known to your listeners is Sharp and Smart and Call Sign Mav, another couple that have performed with uh, really good uh, distinction across in Australia. Sharp and Smart will be a quick improver. And Call Sign Mav on the local track, he's won uh, there, he won the uh, Tarzino a couple of times. So John Barry will be uh, looking to get him back to his best. It's a really, really good field and interest both sides of the Tasman. Thanks for your time this morning, Butch. And that's all we have time for on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Plenty more on the other side.